and welcome back to Biomon, the Nerd Weekly video game podcast. On this episode, we'll go over childhood memories of video games, what happened back then, you know? Back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. Back in the day where you were just a toddler. Call it the analog uh, days. With your claw hands around the controller, pushing buttons. Uh, I'm joined today by Will Smith, also referred to as Will Smith from Daniel in Spokane, who I met one time. Oh, <laughs> Smith. 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 Uh, Anthony Ooh. Rodriguez. Uh, Andrew Cooper. And I'm Ben. And to start out, we're going to go for what we've been playing lately. And we'll start with Andrew. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Twist! Twist! And three, three, one. One. <laughs> uh, like twist. <laughs> this week I've actually uh, played a little bit of uh, Katamari uh, Damacy. Damacy. Yeah. I want to keep trying to say democracy and yeah. yeah. Katamari is the game where you roll the ball uh-huh. and collects a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh that game is hard. Um it's hard because it's the one controls of those time are, limit. It is a time limit game. game and you have to get a certain Anger. amount. Well, you have to get points. Like you have okay. to get a certain amount of points inside the time limit. So I've only seen this game slightly. Can you explain the premise of Catamaran nope. to me? Oh, um, <laughs> no, I have no goodbye. clue what's going on. <laughs> Space so, Prince. No, you I mean, like, a, as far as gameplay is concerned. Oh, oh. literally, you are Roll rolling ball. a ball around that uh, collects things, mm-hmm. and the more you collect, the bigger your ball becomes, and the bigger things you can uh, grab, on grab onto. Yeah. Oh. And so, like, at the very beginning, you start in a house, and so it's like you are collecting like paper clips and stuff like that and then it gets bigger and then you can grab the dog and the cat uh, <laughs> and then and the bigger things you grab i'm you... assuming is more points yes okay. if something's bigger than you and you can't grab it does it hurt you it or just slows uh, it, you down it knocks things off your ball oh, yeah. so then you become smaller um and then you have to go pick it all up again is okay just like the size of the ball determines what you can pick up yes uh okay. so when it gets bigger and bigger. So the points is actually the size of your ball. Like you have to get the biggest (laughs) ball. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then your ball gets turned into a star. So the original, like the story, if we're going to go into the lore is there's the king of the cosmos, who is that giant dude with a giant head. Yeah. Uh, And he uh, decided one day to kind of just run at the cosmos so hard that destroyed all the stars in the system and like everywhere. And, He's like, that was a mistake. So then he has his son, who is the prince of the cosmos, okay. uh, essentially make new stars. So that's what you're doing. These balls that you're collecting and building, he is putting out into space and they become stars. Uh, and then uh, it's following the like story, actually, is following, following these two children who are watching the news one day. And in the middle of their cartoon, uh, it's just a super fast news clip that goes, uh, the stars are gone. And then it like goes back to the cartoon, and the boy's like, "Hey, mom, this, I just heard the stars are gone." And the mom's like, "No, oh, no, that's not a thing." He's like, "But I heard it." <clears throat> and then so they start seeing the stars appear, uh, and then you can like make constant like uh, constellations uh, hmm. out of different things. And so one is like a crab, like, and so you have to go and grab all the crabs and pick up different types of crabs this this just seems like a game where you can just turn your brain off and it is exactly that so game therapeutic Except, is a good well uh, until you get to the later levels in which yeah, you can't it it's because you're like there's the time and my ball is not big enough and yeah, it's kind of like it reminds me a little bit of like how you feel when you play snake yes like just yeah, that yeah, idea yeah. of that 
uh, you're collecting the pebbles mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like calm and but like high level snake players are very like mathematical mm-hmm. about like oh if I take this turn then I have to do this yeah, I have exactly yeah. 26 blah, 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 and like so it seems like that's kind of it would hit the same and then so there the was, other game I started playing was Titanfall 2 what were you saying? oh nice uh, there was an indie game created recently by Ben Esposito and it's kind of like like the mindless fun you can have but with holes Oh yeah, and your hole gets bigger the more you drop stuff in it. Yeah, it's called Donut County, and you're just trying to drop everything into this giant that hole. That just sounds yeah. That just sounds like a that game is much better. Um, <laughs> there, there's there's no time there's no limit. Time there's limit. no stress. Yeah. It's oh. just dropping yeah. things in the hole. Those games are those games are right. yeah. If Katamari didn't have the time limit, it would be better. Okay. Uh, also, controls are hard. <laughs> like controlling that ball is. Almost impossible sometimes. That's, that's funny. So it doesn't sound as therapeutic as it could. It's be. not very therapeutic. I've it's never. But the music a is very fun. The music is great, and mm-hmm. the characters are fun, and yeah. Okay, that's you. Um, but Titanfall two. Uh, yeah, just got into the multiplayer with you. Ah, was you and by me, me. He means Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. I was looking at him. Yes. If you couldn't tell deep by my voice. My <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we started playing multiplayer. We. Kind of wrecked shop. I don't think we lost a single match, did we? No, I don't think we lost a match. Yeah, and we, we were, were top three decent, every time. Yeah, we were yeah. decent at it. The surprising thing was like, oh yeah, that's right. Titanfall is fun. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, the, the calling down the like, titans. The yeah. like now with the different classes, so each class can have a each of your classes can have a different ability. So you can have a grappling gun. You can see mm-hmm. what's funny now is n- not getting too much in Titanfall two when it first came out. And playing quite a bit of Apex Legends, and then coming back to Titanfall Two multiplayer, you're like, you go all like, of these oh, things are in Apex. That's you're like, oh, yeah. that's where all this stuff came yeah. from. Yeah. Um, and it's so much fun to be able to like, you have different strategies of like, if I want to use this ability mm-hmm. for this build. Um, but then it really all it just it comes down to is the Titans are the, so much fun. Playing as a Titan yeah. is just absolutely. Incredible. Um, and it just to this day, I mean, we started on Titanfall, and I will still fight that that's how we met but, it, but you want to yeah, say destiny beta yeah and i'm saying titanfall yeah uh was titanfall one and uh the movement in that game is superior Spot. i have never played a first person shooter it has a where, fluidity yeah, to it where, where you just feel like you don't wall lose running your the momentum. double jump the everything it just i've never had anytime i go and play a first person shooter afterwards i'm like it's not. You as feel good. stuck in the mud. <laughs> yeah. The only game I really the games that I've played that I've felt the same like that is Sunset Overdrive. Yes. Sunset With Overdrive their, is meant for you. Once you to once be, you get the hands uh like the the handle hand. of how the movement works in the game. Once you go and play you're other third person grinding shooter games, and you're going over uh, and you do the Spider Man PS4 game actually. Yes, that's a good point. They, it's they a, perfected yeah. in that. Yeah. Spider Man. Spider Man. I, I started Spider Man and then I went back to Sunset and I was like these. Controls are really overly complicated and clunky, while Spider-Man is so fluid and yeah. perfect. Yeah. It makes you feel like if you're standing still, you're doing something wrong. wrong. Yep. Yeah, and you feel like Ugh, this. Well, is... and that was when Ben was playing Sunset Overdrive. You were like, anytime you're on the ground, like it, having trouble, you like, die. Yeah. You die very quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The and game then you're not supposed. It's you're like supposed you're to be supposed moving. to be constantly moving on yeah. rails, off of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm, you're next. Oh, I'm next? Yeah. Me? You're next. This guy? Yeah. Uh, so I've continued... Uh, Did you beat the, uh, Titanfall 2? No, I, I'm still journeying with Mortal okay. Kombat 11. Oh, okay. I'm still deep within trying to find my main. I think, I think I've done it. I yeah? think I've cracked the code uh, after my meticulous... So you're like number 12. 
My number, yeah, who's my number 12? <laughs> no, probably probably Sub-Zero okay. is probably in that middle. So originally, so the way I like to pick my main is that, first of all, I got to be decent at playing as mm-hmm. them, but also I want to like the character. So like if there's a certain character that um, I don't enjoy, like I will never main Kano. I don't care how good Kano is. I don't like the character Kano. Okay. So I, I won't play as him. So I originally started off at Sub-Zero, and then there was some clunky and certain mechanics to him that i like as a player i would go that's how i would beat myself and constantly i'd be like i would do this and do this and i started picking holes in my game with playing a sub-zero so i moved from sub-zero to scorpion and scorpion is a very simple character that if we like put the controls in will's hand who isn't necessarily an extensive fighting player he'd be able to look at the move list and pick it up and he would probably be able to play a decent scorpion character or anyone who has a army fighting game. I just or andrew or whatever but he has a very he has a low floor <laughs> that's how i fight <laughs> yeah you just smash 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 uh he has a very low floor high ceiling abil- uh, ability to him but you're not able to reach the highest of ceilings just because he does have that cap because he is such an easy level to go into. Mm-hmm. So then from Scorpion, I went to Liu Kang, who I was like, okay, this is it. And then uh, finally, funny enough, I centered on Centurion, who is actually the daughter of the main villain in the storyline, Kronika, okay. who uh, plays quite a bit like Superman from Fran. Injustice. Okay. Um, where uh, she has the ability, she controls different elements. She'll, she'll, she'll have different abilities where she'll throw giant rocks at you or spray water or have fire. And yes, she, it's very annoying. Yes, it's it's <laughs> quite, it's, she's quite annoying and that's why I love her. That um, Because my, my favorite character of all time, Mortal Kombat play-wise, is Ermac. Okay. Um, hmm. I love his play style, his ability to catch you and be able to continue on uh, combos with that. That's why I thought I was going to fall in love with Garrus. Um, but it actually turns out I like uh, Centrion. She has the ability to not only be great up in close games, she's good at zoning, which for people who don't know what that means, it means that she's able to stay far away from you and keep you at a distance and keep you in a zone. Hence why it's it's called zoning. Also, she has a... I'm never tough, really good at that. Yeah, she because has Because I don't know the... Uh the combos to do the yeah. far shots I and that, initially just up in their face. And that was the other thing is that, so for me, funny enough, um, when it comes to, so when you want to cancel a combo into a special move, uh, mm-hmm. um, a special cancel, a lot of times with your, your special moves in Mortal Kombat, it's normally either back towards or towards away or down away or down forward. So for me, when I pick my character, if they have a, a, ba- uh, a left, right, combo to it i instantly don't like to play as them i like more down away and then she has those so that was so i know it's not exactly the most exciting thing but uh i've been playing quite a bit of mortal kombat 11 Ooh, speaking of ooh, anger ooh, i'm about to hulk <laughs> turn green rip the shirt off so mortal kombat um a lot of people have been complaining about the progression system in it mm-hmm. and ed boon and uh nether realm and them as a they released a patch that um kind of lowered the needy of grindiness and as an apology they actually gave out more coins soul fragments and hearts which are the currency in the game mm-hmm. where very hard to get yeah you which are, get like one fatality yeah one for every fatality. and this is and you use those to open up chests so there's a crypt so your standard chests you open up with coins mm-hmm. and coins are hard to get you can get hundreds of thousands of coins pretty quickly and mm-hmm. each chest is anywhere from two thousand to 25,000 to open. Obviously, the more expensive ones, you probably have a more rare mm-hmm. item. But then there's also special 
areas in the game where you can unlock things with soul fragments and hearts. And hearts and soul fragments are tough to come by. And to unlock things, like something costs like 100 soul fragments or 250 hearts compared to thousands that you spend in coins, hence mm-hmm. why they're much harder to come about. Um, but there's two areas in the game. So the crypt has this like puzzle to it where you collect items to mm-hmm. unlock different areas. Yeah. There's kind of two like 10 head and nine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's two areas of the game where you need 2,000 and 3,000 soul fragments, which is crazy. That's to insane. Get. Yes. When your standard getting it is like 10 and 15. And the other thing is, is that there's an ability that you use. You get Kenshi's uh, blindfold to see special things. That uses soul fragments the longer you use it. So you spend wow. it. Yeah. So there's frustration to it. But the other thing, too, is that there's a crafting element to it. You can craft different items that you can use to beat towers in the game. So, like, there's an item that allows you to gain half your health back that recharges. So when you fight a tower where you have to fight multiple people in one battle and you need to keep getting your health back, this is a, a consumable you can use and you can actually build them from the crafting area. The problem is you don't know what the recipe is. But most games like Skyrim, this, that, and another, mm-hmm. you just explore. You're like, I use this, this, and that. And then if I don't get a ride, I just use that, lose the element. I'll go yeah. collect more flowers when I come back. Yeah. In this game, it actually costs money so not only do you need the the ingredients to build it, but you also got to pay to do it, right? Like actual pay or coins? Coins, coins. and okay, okay. soul okay. fragments okay. and everything like that. So what I'm trying to say is, it, so they gave you like 500,000 coins, 2,000 soul fragments, and like 500 hearts. So you could do quite a bit with it. So I actually had some special consumable items that I went over to the forge to use. And I was like, they're super high rarity. And it's like, hey, it costs 2,000 soul fragments to use. I'm like, Man, I'm going to get super great with that. So I used it. And it's like, sorry, not a recipe. And I lost all my soul fragments that, that I was just rewarded with. And I was like, the balls. and yeah, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, no, yeah, dummy, you didn't know the crafting recipe. I was like, well, how hard it is to come back across those soul fragments. The fact that you like there is no warning of just like, oh, you're about to lose all your freaking soul fragments yeah. if you get this wrong. That's why I was like, that's stupid. That it doesn't have any availability for you to mess around. Because that's the whole thing. Like when you play Skyrim and stuff and you're mm-hmm. trying to find out alchemy thing, you're like, yeah. ooh, what does this, this, and this do? Nope, that's not a thing. Okay, cool. And it's uh, like even Skyrim, like when you use an item, it'll say, these are the effects of this ingredient. Yes. So it's yeah. like you can eat it or you can try to play and it with the other And things then as and you then... get the recipes, it's like, oh, this works with this. Yeah. And it may work with something else. And yeah. it tells you like, oh, this and this together mm-hmm. make three different things. You just got to find what the yeah. that third element is or yeah. the ingredient is for that. This game, not really. You're just like, hey, I take this, this, and this. Hopefully something comes out. Um, so I did that. And that was very, very... Uh, I would be uh, frustrated as well. The other one I've did been Did they playing, lower the... Uh, is it the time towers? Because I know the difficulty was insane, like crazy stupid. They're st- still cheap, but that's the point to them, is that they're not as cheap as they could have been, um, but they've been that way for the, since the first Injustice. Well, I mean, the way some people were talking about it, like some of the moves would just make your screen black and you're just out of luck. I haven't seen any of those yet, but they still have the hey, not only do you have to fight this person, but randomly throughout the match, you're going to have a torpedo sent at yeah, you. Or, and you or can't dodge it. A grenade, or you can't dodge it. But this is where consumables come in, where you can use the ethereal armor to be able to block it. And So I get it. That's always been a part of it. It is very much and that's a, the, a grindy the side And that's the only way where you can get a lot of that loot. Yeah. 
to be so two things real quick on that is that first off there was an article that came out not too long ago i think it was on ign or someone came out and said was that it the six thousand yeah, dollar one that's one. absolutely false you okay. cannot buy i was wondering will and i buy you can't anything buy in the game so you can get things called time crystals that are yeah. like you can actually pay for in real money but what happens is that every 24 hours there's like five items up for sale that you can use time crystals for. But you know what? You earn time crystals quite a bit that I'm sitting here and I'm waiting for a thing I want to come up on the store and I'll just use the time crystals I earned in the game. Like you can throw $40 at the game if you want, get all these time crystals, but you're only going to be able to buy five things and you don't get to choose what those five things are. It's the only the five things up on the store. This is not a pay to win thing. Yeah. And also with that being said, everything that is available to get in the game, you can earn it. This is not a pay to it win is, in any way. It is a little bit more irritating though because of the loot boxes being randomized. Yes, the loot boxes are randomized. So that like before, is why they before that. you could be like, oh, go to this chest, that scorpion in the this crypt. outfit. Yes, yeah. in the crypt. They randomized the crypt. The it's it's uh, any box is random. Most of them are. Yeah. Oh, there wow. are certain ones. So it still gives you so the crypt has a timer and it still gives you X and Y axis. Hmm. So there is still ways for you to be like, if you go to this area at this time, you have a chance for this, that, and another. Loot boxes are possibly the worst thing ever yeah, introduced into right. video games. But like speaking yeah. of fun things, uh, the three of us, Andrew, Ben, and myself, started playing... And uh, soon, Will, good old Will yeah, here. we got Will in here. We played Warhammer Vermintide 2, which yeah. is Left for Dead in the Warhammer universe. Yeah. And we had a fun moment last night playing through it where, like, man, this is fun. And, like, you three were just like, yeah, this is totally fun. We should play it again. And then I was like, do you guys have any idea what's going on story-wise? And you're like, <laughs> no, nope, absolutely not. not. We have no idea. It's kind of like, <laughs> like it's pretty much Left 4 Dead. It's, right? left it's, dead. Just it's like, like nope. I'm just going to go from point for, A to point B. Except yes. for Left 4 Dead, I had more of yeah. a, like... Yes, this they, is... Well, we're going off of the second game, so... Yeah. I never played the first but, one. But also, with that being said, we completed Act 1 and started and Act 2 And it's kind of... It's, it's such a high fantasy where it's like, so-and-so goes to yeah, the castle like, keep There's probably like Warhammer people that they actually are saying... That like as Warhammer fans, you're there. It's probably like super cool. Yeah. But like they're saying names, I'm like I have no clue who there was, people are. Yeah. There was a, a map last night that was so cool. When we talked about it, is that you were like going oh, through the, the city town. was fall, the like, city was like falling yeah. down a like a yeah. hill, and you're jumping like from broken down house to broken down house. Yeah. And, like this like, running on the side of it. Yeah, and then yeah. like a building would fly down past you. Like that was that was really cool. The game is a video game. I also and it's uh, so much fun. I almost got caught in that house as yeah. it was falling <laughs> so do you want to know how i was playing yesterday last how, night how we... uh so i don't have a good microphone for the xbox <gasps> but i do have one on the pc so i was streaming my xbox to my pc and then playing with you uh we we had the group set up for windows 10 mm. but i was actually playing on the big screen that's insane through his pc <laughs> and that's yeah. and that's no, no, no. i was playing on the screen yeah. No, but I'm saying through, you were playing the Xbox. No, no, no. Xbox. I was, oh. the, the sound oh, the system. Sound was yeah. going so I could talk PC. through you guys through Windows 10. That's it's funny. A, yeah. But it's I was playing on the big a screen. closed yeah. circuit. Yeah. Uh, also, awesome. uh, finding out how to link your Discord <laughs> account oh, yeah. to oh, yeah. Xbox. It actually was, was surprisingly easy. Once it was we once. It it's just like there's nowhere to sh like show you. When you're like, yeah, just hook up Discord. I'm like, on the store searching Discord, <laughs> Discord app. I'm like, there's no so, Discord app. So that reminds me. So I watched a TV show called The Goldbergs, which yeah. takes place the during the 80s, 70s. 70s. It's a great show. Uh, great show. It is yeah. a great sitcom. I totally agree there where um, they, uh, one of the sons in it is like a nerdy guy who would mm -hmm. fit right well with this group. And he's he's talking to his friend, uh, Dave Kim, 
about making a bet on if someone was in a movie. There's like, I, I'm telling you right now, so-and-so was in that movie. Dave Kim's like, you're crazy, man. There's no way it was that movie. And he, like uh, the Goldberg, the main character is like, well, guess what? I'm going to go to the library and I'm going to search this up. <laughs> then I'm going to do this. And then when you, when I find out you're wrong, you're going to eat it. And then I just think about like, oh man, we live in a glorious age <laughs> where, where if we had that argument, I would just be like, IMDB, you're wrong. And, but like yeah. he has to go through this process. Yeah, process. And it just made me think of like, if we, like if we didn't have the process of the thing, like if we couldn't Google how to set up discord on Xbox, we'd, we'd be, be like, like Nope. I have no idea. <laughs> We're not doing that. Yeah. How about you, Will? Yeah. Uh, I've been dabbling in a few things Jeez, this past week. Uh, yeah, I tried out the Final Fantasy 15 extras, the uh, Comrades, which is like a just a multiplayer online, which I actually just played by myself. Uh, but I just kind of wanted to get a feel for it. And I'm surprised. It's actually pretty cool. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, it's called Kings something, but it's Kings like, Clave? I think that's it. The movie? That was a movie. <clears throat> oh no. Yeah. It's so it's like a, it's like a 16 bit hack and slash and it's Noctis's dad telling him a bedtime story and you are playing out the story that he's telling. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And it's actually really pretty creative with all of the, the gameplay. Um, cause the, you know, some of the the uh, enemies can you know are strong against certain attacks or you can't hit them a certain way and then you can also like call on your friends and use magic spells as well and uh so there's a little bit of strategy in it but it's also really short i beat it in one sitting um so but also last night i downloaded a game called a garden between us and Hmm. i remember hearing about that but what is it about i will try to explain it um is there a garden between us? <laughs> I have seen no garden yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zero out of ten, no garden. <laughs> no garden. Uh, it's a, so it's a puzzle game. It's a, uh, a boy and a girl, I'm assuming they're brother and sister, and it starts out in like a, like a tree house. And your puzzles are, each stage is basically like, an island graphically reminiscent of like wind waker um so it's kind of got a child fantastic mm-hmm. kind of feel to it but it's very uh dreamlike there are objects like from their treehouse interjected in these islands and you have to interact with them in certain ways and what you're trying to do is like you have a lantern and you have to light it and carry it to the end hmm. uh, like basically that the the islands are kind of like a aspire almost like you're usually climbing up to the top and then you light light the the final thing but what the the catch is they they walk along and you control the time so like you can move forward or backwards and there's certain things like uh like a chest exploding popsicles out you can stop that and reverse it but you, there's certain things that persist through time, so you can like interact with an object to send it back into that popsicle to like light the lantern and then bring it back to you, oh, wow. so you can carry oh. it to the top. And there, there's really clever, uh, clever puzzles. I mean, that's just kind of a, a pretty basic example, but mm. they, it's, uh, I got kind of hooked last night and was, you know, trying to go to bed, but I'm like, ah, oh, one more. Yeah, <laughs> I just gotta go one more. Yeah, oh, go, go check that out. 
That sounds good. I may have to go look that a up. Garden that Between awesome. Us? Is that yeah, what, Garden yeah. Between a Us. A Garden. But there's no gardens. The so Final Fantasy. Don't, don't no the freaking gardens. The Final Fantasy thing is Memoirs, Memories of a King's Knight. Is that what it was? That right. might be it. Okay. Um, did you I, know, just looked, I just looked up yeah. DLC and it said Memories of a King's Knight. Did you Knight. play the That's DLC of the characters? I've made it through Gladius and uh, what's the Pronto, hmm. but I haven't done Ignis yet. And here they is it Ignis the PSVR one? No, that's the no. fishing one. No, they had a PSVR one where you play as hmm. one of the characters. They showed that in a fight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. However, this is definitely a lesson learned. Don't pre-order DLC. Or <laughs> yeah, do the season because they canceled it. Yeah, they, the last two. They uh, last one or two. Well, so they supposedly were going to make six, and they've done four, but yet I haven't been able to download the fourth one. Like, they want to charge me for it. So I have to figure that out. It's kind of weird. That is weird. Yeah, Yeah, the director pretty much quit. Yeah, like their team just And he's on to doing another game, and then they just canceled the DLCs. Yeah. With my money. So (laughs) I will only pay for or pre-order DLC, not almost if I want to play it, it's if I want to support the company. Yeah. Like, I bought the Fighter Pass for Mortal Kombat 11, even though more than likely I'll stop playing that game, or at least stop playing it significantly less uh, when even, like, the first DLC fighter comes out. That was, like, Injustice 2 for me. Yeah. I have, I got the the Gold Edition and everything, um, but I haven't played any of the Yeah, characters. but I love NetherRealm. Keep making yeah. great games. Yeah. Here's some more money. You know, I do, I, you know, do the same thing where I bought... I, I, yeah, again, I haven't definitive played. edition of Dynasty Warriors 9. Uh, I still bought it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I own uh, both the DLCs for The Witcher. Okay. Blood and Wine. Oh, and... you're not going to get that. No, 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 no. I know. I'm fully aware, yeah. but okay. I, I want them to continue to make great games and I yeah. want to give money to people to keep doing that, even though necessarily. You know what's great, though? I can always go back and play it eventually, yeah. even yeah. though I never will, probably, but. You those are it. good. One, those one are those enough. I could be. Yeah. It'll be that rainy month. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a good up. perspective. I did the entire season of Borderlands Two before it came out, and I played it for like a week, and then I went back to school and had like no time to mm. do anything. And so I'm like, mm. but still, Gearbox is a great. Yeah. Great Have you seen? Uh, it's a great company. Ran by not so great a really. dick hole. Oh really? Randy Pitchford's <laughs> Randy Pitchford. Hey, but he does on, magic on Twitter. So. He's kind of gone off the deep end. Are Just, you still going to play Borderlands Three? Oh, I've I actually totally. been thinking on, about on the, on the. Did you watch the game? The gameplay? The game? The game yeah. play review? Yeah. I Did watched you? it, and then I watched him blow up at uh, Game Informer, which is my favorite editorial magazine, about them saying that he said something wrong, which he did. He said there was no microtransactions dra- transactions Transactions. when there We're actually is. Talking like fire, they. Yeah. And then he like was swearing at them and saying that like they're the worst journalists in the world. And yeah, the he's not. People. He's not the greatest dude. But I'm. Mm. I saw the gameplay and I'm like, oh, I'm. I'm ready. The for problem is. I'm, I'm the problem is there's I'm a lot of people on the team that made it, and that's mm-hmm. those are yeah. the ones that. See, that's how I feel about when people talk. Oh, I'll never give EA any of my money. Where... So I've actually heard EA. Uh, is a great company to work for. Like, other than the the creative outlet, like, they don't force crunch time and they don't force overtime. So, like, they actually have it in place of, like, you cannot work more so, hours. 
I um, because because of the all of the like EA was the worst company and so they actually don't have any of those scandals of like this is a horrible place to work yeah because EA actually takes care of their employees so I follow a couple of the Madden guys I play mm-hmm. quite a bit of Madden on Twitter and they're always like best job in the world yeah like well they, and that was hmm. and that like we've seen a lot of just news reports of how much money FIFA and Madden bring in for mm-hmm. EA and people people yeah. crap yeah. all oh, over those sports year this year, isn't real, yeah. man, but like mad why is in, why is this guy eighty six speed when he should be ninety speed you guys suck it I think job. it's like in the billions of actually <laughs> yeah. how much those two franchises brings EA mm-hmm. so EA actually can just throw its money at employees to make the other games mm-hmm. and but then they don't they yeah. Well, they're, they, they're also very. They quick throw to, money, but they don't actually. But then they shut it down. Yeah. yeah, they're very quick to shut down. Which I actually heard. So I was listening to another video game podcast where the guy was asked, "Like, do you think that with this next Bioware game, if it's not very good, do you think EA just pulls a plug on them, even though Bioware has all that mm-hmm. back catalog? Well, but it's like the last couple Bioware of Bioware as a company." There. But a lot of those people who made those fantastic games left Bioware yeah. because yeah. of that, and that's where it goes. Where like if Dragon Age three or whatever or four, four, whatever it is they're working on next, if it doesn't come out and isn't at least decent, do they just shut down Bioware? Mm-hmm. I would say they probably would. Probably put them on the Call of Duty. Put them on the Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, was, games. Yeah. Oh man. I started playing. Yeah, start playing Blackout again. Yeah. Like, How about you, Ben? Uh, I. Got a little bit further in Rise of the Tomb Raider. And like Andrew was saying with the uh, Titanfall, every other first-person shooter just feels kind of muddy. It's Uncharted really has spoiled me where mm-hmm. Tomb Raider, she, she like jumps and doesn't quite grab a ledge or I press a button and she doesn't quite do it. And I was like, where's the polish? Yeah. But, but I, I still love those kinds of games. So yeah. I'll just keep playing. It has it. a great gameplay loop mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is, is excellent. Also, I like... The voice actress. Oh yeah, yeah. she's fantastic. She's awesome. I wish they had, because she's an actual actor too. I wish they had cast her in the role because I did not. You know they're making a sequel. I did not like the the actor they had for the movie. The movie. The they're, movie. They're making a sequel to it with the same actress and everything. To, <laughs> I don't to know. Writer. I don't know if that so was. To ben's. Was were you supposed <laughs> to make me excited <laughs> about that? Yeah, 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 I'm I'm doing doing it, yeah. I don't. I don't like. He literally that. just said he does not. Yeah, like I didn't the like this. I didn't like this. Hey, hey, you know those things you don't like? They're, they're gonna do more. You know what? You and I can go. I, yeah, I no, it. I'll I see it. I just, <laughs> I just don't. It had its problems. I, but yeah. I really like the actor, but I don't think she is Lara Croft. Oh, she was the only name in the movie, so she was the only way to. Yeah. Get people what are you talking way. about? Uh, it had uh, what's his name as the bad guy. The that. fact that you just said what's his name, um, <laughs> the guy with the high hairline. Yeah. yeah, well, people know him when they see him. He plays a bad guy in almost uh, anything. Yeah, yeah. he's just, what's his name? <laughs> sure, and her father. No, her father is, is uh-huh. uh, Dominic something or another. Yeah, and crazy. He was in three hundred. He's Knight's the bad tale. guy in three hundred. He's. He's not Xerxes. Xerxes. Oh, he's that's the, the bad guy. He's the bad. No, he's the bad guy back home. Oh yeah, that, that guy. oh yeah. oh uh, the yes. guy who tries to take over Sparta. Yes. Boom. Said, <laughs> when no you names. say the bad guy in no three hundred, three hundred Xerxes. Would you not? Think I think Xerxes? people probably hate that guy more than they hate Xerxes. Well, you don't necessarily hate Xerxes. Well, that's what I'm saying. But he is the bad guy. <laughs> Fair enough. He kills. <laughs> Everyone. Spoiler. Oh yeah, darn. Yeah. 
Right, he doesn't kill everyone, sorry. He kills 299 <laughs> of the Spartans. One gets away. Yeah. And runs and dies in real life, but doesn't in this one. Yeah. No, he comes back for me. Fairmere. 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 You gotta stop. Four. He's like a golf character. Mirror. I don't think I've been playing anything else. Just Rise? That, yeah. And then Just Vermintide. Rise and the Vermintide, yeah. Well, so what did you uh, guys think wait. of Vermintide? Oh, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 I, I'm excited to get Will. Do you th- Will would be a great I Kruber. started this morning. Yeah, yeah, you started? Yeah, I picked the mercenary. Uh, The witch mercenary? How does it, what's the gameplay? Uh, I think it's the guy I started out with with the big club. Oh, like yeah. He's got a big axe in the graphics. So not the dwarf, though? No. Okay. No, the, I think it's Andrew the told me which. Yeah, he, I, oh, as I Kruber, started out, he had a It's Kruber. Sword, yeah, and I just said, we need right. a Kruber. You're the perfect Kruber. Yes. Like, That's cool. That it felt right. I yeah. was trying to switch between that and the little fencer dude. I don't know what he is. Which is no, another witch, guy witch we don't have, the witch hunter. That's <laughs> yeah. perfect. We are built, again, why we're doing <laughs> podcasts together. We're built. Like when we came in, like when we started, like I, I played the dwarf. And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to see Ben and he's going to be the mage. He's for sure going to be the pyromancer. Show up. No, no, duh. there's Ben as pyromancer. <laughs> and then before you join, I was like, I'm pretty sure I know who he's going to be. And I was like, he's going to be the elf. And there he is. He pops up. He's like, hey, I'm going to be the Which elf. Which is funny because I was contemplating being the elf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Truth be told, Andrew told me what you guys picked. <laughs> oh, 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 you ruined For it! Sure. Oh. Uh, I, I'm always the mage. Well, because yeah, that is true. Yeah. He was thinking about trying to catch up, and I didn't want him to play a character like level wise. You don't need to. Yeah, you don't need to catch up. You'll catch up pretty quickly. Yeah. Like okay. the game is does a pretty good job of you'll get enough XP that you'll catch because eventually you reach a cap. As a character, oh, you do. So you'll ca- you you eventually be able to catch with us. Then you hit a point where you're no longer worried about levels. You're worried about gear. Yeah, yeah and your you. gear makes cool. you better and everything like that. I I miss uh, guns. <laughs> That's just a little aside. I if Ben shoots too left, much, he explodes. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. I have to make sure I'm not overheating or my character explodes. It takes oh. out a lot of people, but then I'm down. So yeah, so most people range most yeah. people's range has ammunition and when you run out you can't use it. His pyromancer doesn't. Is it's a it's a <laughs> cooldown recharge. And, and I have <laughs> I have ability to cool it down fast, but it slowly takes away my health. Oh. Yeah. I think the game is really well balanced. It's the whole Fallout Skyrim thing. Like some people like Fallout more than they like Skyrim, some people mm-hmm. like Skyrim more, and that's why I think it's I, with Left 4 Dead yeah. or a game like this is do you I miss, like zombies I miss guns? guns? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like zombies guns? You, well the other thing, I there wasn't really a perk system or a leveling up system in, for, in Left 4 no, Dead. In yeah. this you have that's a character everybody's, building. Yeah. Everybody's the same. Yeah, in exactly. Left 4 Dead. And then so that's where the competition comes into. That's why I'm saying <laughs> I'm excited where you can be a Kruber, is because there is a tank DPS, yeah. not really a healer. But you have someone who's built to be a specialist killer. Like they're really good at taking down like the rattling gunners or the tanks or the yeah, um, yeah. assassins. There's different the names muscle. for it. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. just like who can get surrounded, stagger a bunch of people, and like jump into the fray. Like that's kind of like what you're missing or what you're looking for and everything like that. The one that I'm actually surprised is my character, the elf. I thought was going to be like, oh man, if I get surrounded, I'm I'm screwed. Uh, not the case at yeah, all. She wipes out her sword. Like, yeah. You can do a lot. I, I do it. Like ton I do a ton of damage too yeah. with a sword. Yeah, yeah. You it's do. crazy. It's really good. Yeah, Vermintide's great. Yep. And I saw f- 
I've watched some footage of Days Gone, and I'm kind of glad I didn't pre-order it. Not until the bugs are worked out, because man, there are a lot of bugs in that so, game. So Colin and Chris Raygun just did a spoiler cast on, and they were very split on how they felt about it. Mm-hmm. And it generally does seem that if it wasn't as buggy, people can get into it. But even without, but also the, bugs, the the time, like sixty hours for a game that doesn't have much, mm-hmm. is not really good. So the way that Colin kind of explained it to me is it's like it is a very well polished gameplay wise, not bug wise, mm-hmm. polished gameplay Ubisoft style loop. Game. Yeah, yeah. If just check the boxes, here's a big map with a whole bunch of things you got to go. And it kind of hits that where Colin talks about how he has like an OCD kind of a thing. And mm-hmm. it just hits that that niche. And it's it's missing that the the last couple of games, the PlayStation exclusives, War, it's missing it. Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man, uh, even uh detroit become human yeah an interesting thing was brought up that if this was released on xbox as a games pass game would people be as annoyed and i i do think it's 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 in the xbox game pass tier where it's Mm. it's okay but it's not great and and they said that is that it's a 7.5 yeah and the fact that some people gave it a 5.0, I think they talked about it, I think it was GameSpot gave it a 5.0, but they also played an earlier build where mm-hmm. the game was super broken and had a ton of it audio released drops. five patches since mm-hmm. release. And, oh, they're, wow. and they're pretty sure that it was Sony Bin was screwed over. Like, their marketing and everything. Like, Sony Bin, like, if they had a choice, they would They stopped they talking about the yeah, game within did. the past, like, yeah, year. They wouldn't have said it. And Colin said, he's like, more, more, he's like, I got that game, like, three or four weeks before release. He's oh, like, wow. we never get games that early. Yeah. He's like, it's insane how early you got it, and that's why it was so broken. He's like, something there was a miscommunication where it's if they would have just waited a while to get all the patches. However, out. that was when I was at Pack South. That was the only game PlayStation had brought mm-hmm. was Days Gone. So uh, the other cool thing that they brought up is that so very uh, very rarely do you when you see a game up on the stage at E3 like mm-hmm. Watch Dogs or uh, Killzone or something like that what they show very rarely is in the game but Colin mentioned like the one when you talk about Dang is Gone everyone talks about the sawmill Dang is Gone yeah mm-hmm. Dang is Gone and all the uh, and all the freakers mm-hmm. all the freaks pouring out and everything That's he's in like the game. he's like it's in the game and the sawmill becomes a very important part of the game. That you then remember where it is, and he's like, he's like, I got to give props. Like they, like what they showed from day one has always been what the idea of the game yeah. was. So, and it's it's just a bummer because it's <clears throat> set in Oregon where we're next to, and it's just I, cool to see. I may almost buy the game eventually yeah, just I'll, to give Sony Ben money yeah. because I hope they continue games yep. and I'm excited for it. And you know what? Every once in a while, you know what? It, Mad Max hit a niche for me like that. Mad Max wasn't necessarily a great game. Uh, the car was so much fun to build and play as and mm-hmm. destroy, but it had that check the box. Hey, go destroy mm-hmm. these ten towers. Go. And very empty world. But yeah, I think that was deliberate. Yeah. Well, again, because of where it's set, they mm-hmm. can get away with the yeah. fact that it's empty world. Yeah. If it wasn't taken, if it didn't take place in the Mad Max universe, they wouldn't have been able to get away with the fact that it was empty. They're just like, oh, this feels so vast and empty. Mm-hmm. But that's because it's Mad Max. But if it mm-hmm. would have been anything else, people are like, Man, we'll, we'll see with Rage too. Yeah, exactly. How they do exactly, which we'll comes see. out in a couple Soon. weeks. Soon. And yeah. very Rage little, Two Will's game. Mm-hmm. I do want that. Very little has yes. been advertised i'm kind of worried uh andrew wk did a live performance yeah, to the mm-hmm. uh, trailer oh the trailer wasn't playing oh that's right the they trailer just wasn't did playing. a live performance you're te- 
I was saying what I wanted to happen. Yeah. So <laughs> they should have had some kind of trailer playing yeah. behind. That was it. the most awkward yeah. uh, concert performance I've ever seen. E3's coming up too. We got yeah. five yeah. weeks. E3. I think it is. June like tenth through thirteenth uh, or something. Well, maybe fun. I don't know. No we'll Sony. Get, we'll Sony, get stories about Sony it. and somebody else. Somebody else major backed out. Well, well, EA hasn't been there in a while, and Nintendo only does their direct stuff. Well, yet, EA so. will probably be there because of the Bethesda. Fall. I don't think is going to be there. No, nope, Bethesda has there. Yeah. What yep. do they have to show? I don't understand why they keep doing. <laughs> well, yep. fall, fall in order. So EA will probably be there with the Jedi. Oh, oh. Well, so EA does their. They they aren't there. Oh, I yeah. see. They're. They do their own press EA press conference during E3. EA it's, plays. Everyone yeah, they try to say that they're not part of E3, but they try to think off E3. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on to the news section, the portion, which I'll give it over to Anthony because he has it. Oh. So uh, an article came out not too long ago on VG247. It's actually written by, I apologize if I butcher your name, Shabana Arif. Um, and it kind of goes over uh, Hideo... Uh, Kojima's new game Death Stranding and a couple of interesting tidbits were kind of released. So it says Hideo Kojima has spilled a few more beans on Death Stranding. Elaborate on Norman Reedus's uh, protagonist and how players can control the camera in a secret area. New York's Tribeca Film Festival, Festival resulted in some new details on Death Stranding with Hideo Kojima and Norman Reedus explaining how connection is key. It's an open world action game but it's really something new Kojima explained via games radar there are so many things happening in the real world in america in europe everything is actually connected by the internet but in a way we're not connected in the real world these days he went on to say that this concept is present in the game as a metaphor and that the player is tasked with reconnecting the world in death stranding you're very alone there's solitude but you're trying to connect the story and the gameplay the key word is connection There's so many things in between, of course, but the key is connection. Building on this concept, he went on to describe a really new idea without actually conveying what the idea is. (laughs) (laughs) This This is very Hideo Kojima. This next uh, paragraph is my favorite of the whole thing. He says, you're connecting the game and everyone is playing it together and you'll be connected. Everyone will be connected together as well. I can't say anything about... Uh, I can't say anything because Sony will be very unhappy. I don't want to be disconnected from Sony. <laughs> so make of that what you will. Uh, he literally said nothing. Yeah. yeah. So Kojima no, hinted. We're going to be connected. Yeah, we're going to be connected. Connection. Yeah. Kojima has hinted at how players will somehow be connected in previous interviews. And Mads Mikkelsen shared uh, what he knew about it in an interview last last year, saying that it ne- that it needs collaboration from different people from different parts of the world. Talking about his experience of working with actors like Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen, Kojima said he found the experience stimulating and that he got a lot of ideas from Reedus. It's super collaborative, Reedus chimed in. He would be a great film director as well. You're following his visions and everything is for real. Even I'm sitting here listening to you talk and making of the connections and the putting together of the game. (laughs) It comes from such an honest source. He's an honest artist. Talking about Death Stranding's gameplay, the actor explained that while there are violent elements in the game, it's not the same kind of video game violence present in games he plays with his teenage son. He says the two men have clearly fostered a relationship throughout this process, and it's entirely possible that this contributed to the creation of a secret area in the game in which players are stepping in the shoes of Norman Reedus rather than the game's hero, Sam. Uh, one more thing. I can't say where, but if you go somewhere in the game, you won't be controlling Norman or Sam. 
You'll just be controlling a, a camera, Kojima explained. You'll see Sam slash Norman, and you can kind of move the camera to see around, and when you look at him, he might do something, like wink at you. So you're actually playing as Norman Reedus as Sam, and in the drama part, Sam will act to hit your emotions. But when you go into this special area, you'll definitely love Norman. You'll be a Norman fan. <laughs> it's clear that things are going to get weird, Kojima weird. The guys had some outlandish ideas over the years. Um, I want people to think of their lives or to take a step back and look at the world and say, oh yeah, this is the connection or disconnection in the world, Kojima said of his current project. Like some people create walls around, like what's happening in Europe. You might you might see some similarities playing in the game. Is Hideo Kojima the personification of uh, Will Smith's son's mind? <laughs> James, <laughs> Jane Smith. Uh, I think like, he's, he's just has a uh, just sorry to say, but uh, really hard on for Hollywood. Uh, yeah, it's just like that one sentence. What was it? Uh, we're constantly connected to the world. We're not connected in the real world. Yeah, we're not and connected like, in the real That line, world. right? Right, that was like that's, just need to make all those yeah. caps and throw it on Jane Smith's Twitter, and that's uh, exactly what he. It's said. a very Jim Carrey thing too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like just, Jim Carrey when he started doing the oh yeah paintings, when he started like going crazy. There's such yeah. a great interview. Have you seen the interview where he's talking? He's talking to a reporter. And was that the one where he was like, "Am I really me?" Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's she's like, "So uh, how does it feel being here?" And he's like. I mean, are we really here? Are you here? I like to think uh, that I'm a vision of me and that you're a vision of you. And like, are our souls really talking to each other? And you're just like, Jim Carrey, what happened? Like, what, what happened? Jim, come back. And now he's a uh, Dr. Robotnik. Sonic! So. I'm so excited for that movie. Man. I'm not. I want to go fast. Hey, listen to me, Andrew. Hey, they, every, they're going back and re- Every story has a which They're very sad like the to Sega, hear. That they're... That all those animations animators are probably gonna not get paid overtime and have to get this finished before the movie comes out, which True. is horrible. But you gotta remember, every story has a genesis. <laughs> is that a tagline? Yes. yes. A Sega Genesis. I wanna uh, uh, So back to Death Stranding. Uh, yes. uh, sorry. So what wow, do you think, guys. What do you what do you think that you think he means when he that that work connection is key what do you, what do you think in that didn't he didn't that's, he have stuff about like social media uh, being yeah important? like there's there's something about social media now there's something about like europe and america connection like maybe things will happen in the game collaborations from different parts of the world whereas another like maybe somebody in europe will their experience will be different than ours or something like that. I That's have no super idea. interesting. Like yeah. if they follow like the land or they're able to identify where you are in the world, mm -hmm. maybe if Death Stranding takes place in a, a proto uh, earth, that if you're in Europe, maybe you do a different part of the game that will impact that's those like, who are that's in like, the United States. Yeah, like you're, you're in the world in the game where you are in real life. That would be crazy. That, oh, that's and then like uh, I remember a few uh, interviews back, he was saying that when you die, you leave a crater that just stays there. Hmm. That becomes part of the. Do you yeah. think it, it? Do you think it's like a multiplayer style and like the way Journey is a multiplayer? Maybe I I might. Hmm. So like the things you do affect other people's. Maybe yeah. 
Yeah, or, or you'll randomly come across someone like because that was the thing with Journey is that it's like you connect to you different... connect to random people and you work together to complete. And then if you get too you far can't, ahead, you can't talk to them. Yeah, you can't yeah. talk. And then mm-hmm. you get if you get too far ahead, they it'll disappear. just disconnect from them, and you'll oh. connect to somebody else who's further up along the road. That's and cool. you don't you don't know this. You think it's like the same person, and at the end of the game, it shows you all the different people uh, that you player names with. that you journeyed with. So if you read like the list of Hideo Kojima's like crazy other ideas that he's had um one of them was like a a different ending would be triggered when like everybody in the world decided to stockpile all their nukes i can't remember which game it was for but he basically knew that would never happen and so like no that he wanted to put something in the game that no one could access because right well it would require everybody in the world like being nice and not actually detonating a nuke (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he just knew that wouldn't happen. So that I think they only found it because someone went through the files and yeah. they found this random other ending. What was the floppy disk one you were telling? Uh, that was a game. I can't remember the name of it, but he, yeah, the a game, I think it was his first game, was developed on a floppy disk for the PC. And he wanted basically for the, when the disk drive heated up, that the, the disk would have, a different message that would appear or there would be a chemical on it that would make it appear but he also wanted it to smell like blood and yeah as you're playing I wonder how many people scary. know the smell of blood oh it's I a do. very it's a very distinct it has a smell. very yeah. copper it has a metallic yeah. but like what what would those people think like what is that yeah, yeah. like am I bleeding somewhere yeah like, that's the smell, other that's thing the other thing that stands out to me is he's talking about like a specific area that you go to and you kind of have where you almost this out of body experience yeah. where you see a character and the person who plays it and kind of like what's going on from so many different perspectives. But he also had this idea about a zombie game he wanted to do mm. where you you play a character until you're infected and then you lose all control of your character and you just watch what happens dude that sounds so cool yeah and in order to keep playing the game you have to like pay again for a new character to go kill the character that you (laughs) infected wow that's i like so i actually Uh, without the pain part that's a great idea so well unless the game is free which the zombie uh zombie you or or that the game that was started on the wii u called zombie u Yes. And then they released it to the other consoles later. Yeah. Uh, you die, and then your character becomes a zombie, and you actually fight them as yes. the next yeah. character you become. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless the game was like free to play, and it's like, you know, five bucks a character or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then you can get 12 characters out of it. Yeah. It's probably, for you know, and then bucks, you get yeah. 60 bucks. And um, I, oh, demand. I like, I like games with permadeath in it. Like, yeah. So there was a PC game where you were fighting this mass horde. And there was a finite number of times that people could have played. And there was like a giant clock on their website. Not a clock, but a number like that's going down. And once they hit zero, like the servers were done and you couldn't play anymore. <laughs> Dude, that's so cool. I like I like little I like little things like that. That's definitely fun. But yeah, mm-hmm. Kojima's game. Uh, wow. So I've actually so Kojima's known obviously for Metal Gear and then Zone of the Enders, correct? Yeah. I don't I've so I played Metal Gear 5 for probably like four hours but that's really my only D 
deep experience with Kojima games. Mm-hmm. I know more about Kojima, Hideo Kojima, from interviews and him as a person than I do from the games. Like, I hear people talk about Metal Gear 4's infamous, whatever, two-hour-long cutscene. Uh, yeah, the and... last cutscene is literally two hours. Like, I'm not joking. But this is a guy, again, we uh, a th- little bit of a theme for the episode is that I want to throw money at this dude. Oh, and, like, yeah. I just, and every Sony time did. I hear That's him why talk, they bought him. I'm just like, yes, please. Here's my well, money. Not bought him. <laughs> they, they pretty much created yeah. the... You his, are ours now. As he said, he does Kojima. not want to lose connection. Kojima uh, Studios well, and is this, pretty much Sony. This is like the first time he's gotten to do what he wants yeah. to do. And Sony's yeah. just like cutting him loose. So we just get to experience whatever... And he, he said, is. like, people were asking, like, so when when can we play the game? And he he's like, you guys have been playing it. <laughs> like, these, these cinematic trailers that's are the such, game. It's like, like that's what? Such, yeah. yeah. It's so... It's, the, the cool thing to me, though, is like, you know, he talks about connection being the metaphor. The great thing about a metaphor is whether you get it or not, <laughs> you can still yeah. enjoy the thing. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Which, again, is why it's such a huge bummer that they were not able to do the Silent, Silent Hill Hills. game. Yeah. Yeah. Like... That's just. And he got Del Toro to be in the game. Yeah, I think and my he favorite was able to keep Norman Reedus alive. My favorite moment of Hideo Kojima was when he went to I think announce Death Stranding, and it was at the Sony uh, E3 conference, and he just starts walking out, and he was supposed to walk to the time of these lights as that like lit as up, lit and up he, underneath and him. he does not even care like he's walking <laughs> ahead of the lights like. Like it's, it's I'm Kojima. Hideo Kojima. Hideo, yeah, you, Hideo like, does you, you can't, awesome. you can't, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I do. Yeah, there's very few names, yeah. even in games, that mm-hmm. when you say a name, that people know what you're talking about. Yeah, and Kojima is one of them. Yeah. That's like, and this is why I, I slightly understand why Konami did what they did, but it's, it's still frustrating, because the Metal Gear series is him. Yes. Yeah. And they, they really wanted their property. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like, is there anyone, else, any other name that you probably throw out there that would be even close to Kojima? Yeah, like, that one like, guy. What's his name? Like somebody, <laughs> like putting somebody who puts their name on a game. Yeah, yeah. When Metal Gear Solid first came out, I played the demo, and I remember thinking, this is the first time I've had a game that feels like playing a movie, like mm-hmm. being inside it. And mm-hmm. I think that, from what I can tell, with Death Stranding it's more of a interactive experience like a a cinematic piece who the heck knows what the gameplay actually is in this thing the only thing they showed is you're traveling around yeah and it still looks amazing Mm -hmm. i want to play it quote unquote (laughs) you you already are this is this is going to be this is going to be an experience yeah not something you play this is something you experience tim schaefer would probably be the other one yeah tim schaefer is the one um and then obviously you like like the fact that they're hideo kojima's metal gear you don't think of tim schaefer's tim schaefer has a style (laughs) yeah yeah. tim schaefer has a style he doesn't have a metal gear he has um what did Tim to me, quirky, quirky uh, and fun. Yeah, quirky and fun. Psychonauts. Psychonauts. Oh, okay. He's uh, been uh, brutal legends. Yeah. Oh. Secret of Monkey Legend. Island. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's known for a lot of those fun, quirky, uh, uh, what was it, Broken Age? Broken, Broken Age, Age, Brutal yeah. Legend. Yeah. Hmm. He just, Costume quest. he has this fun style to him. That he, again, like a Jima is like, when you play the game, you're like, man, this feels like a Tim Schafer game. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's I, okay. I give, yeah. yeah, that's true. The only other one is I can't remember his name, but uh, Bethesda. 
the head of Bethesda. Oh, Tom Howard. Todd, Todd, Todd Howard. Howard. Todd Howard. I would say Todd Howard. I'm Todd like, Howard here. Todd <laughs> just, Howard. Todd just when you see there. him, like when you see like people that know games, like you see Todd Howard, and it's just like, like you know that he is uh, a big head of Bethesda, and that's a big thing for the Elder Scrolls. Back series. in the day, it would be Romero. Yeah. Obviously, I'm partial to Ed Boon, but yeah. that has to do with another realm. The other one that came to mind is Cliff Blazinski. Yep, which is yeah. funny because he he it made was just gears that he just became gears. big with. But he's yeah. that guy's a millionaire yeah. and has all this other. Mm-hmm. There's also he's a really cool dude. Jazz like, Jack Rabbit, like the way he just his like broy kind of persona that he tends to have of like yeah he's a millionaire he owns the fancy cars gears is very wide. much like yeah he has all this yeah, yeah. but like yeah gears. he. He reaches out to other game developers and is like, "Hey, man, like, stay in the game. You're the reason that we're able, like, like yeah, he loves like, games. He loves yeah. games, and he's not Michael Bay. Like, he mm-hmm. he actually loves what the art that these people can produce and wants that to succeed and wants to support people. And it's we'll really be cool. out of this business yeah. in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But, yep. So that's uh, whatever that game is. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. I, can't, right I yeah. can't wait for it. It's connected. That's, that's we're all connected. Yes, we're all think connected. That comes out? 2020 2021 it's already out yeah it's already out we're playing it already <laughs> Mind blown. just the fact that we read that article uh we've already been playing it yeah we're already <laughs> part of it that's insane all right that's great and on the next uh segment we're going to be going over uh video game memories back in the day when we were toddlers when we were babies back we were, in my before day. we were even born what? Uh, no. oh. we're already no. no when we were little <laughs> <laughs> we were already playing the games yeah all right see you guys Welcome back, and now we're going to go over childhood memories, and we're going to start with Anthony. Oh, <laughs> you keep changing the thing. So I, can't be here uh, I wrote down two major childhood memories. Obviously, this okay. is a topic that you can kind of go over for yeah. a very long time. Yeah. The first one that came to me. So when you just said when you're just like, hey, we're going to talk about childhood memories. The first thing that popped into my mind is land parties. That's um, perfect. And I miss, I miss, miss, miss land parties. And that there's still people there's I see on- There's a certain on, connection. Oh, <laughs> callback. Uh, there's- uh, <laughs> Four minutes ago. Yeah, four minutes ago. Uh, there's certain people I still, don't get me wrong, I'm still friends with them, but mm-hmm. there's certain people on Facebook and there's a very strong connection to them yeah. because of land parties. Of like, that's a guy I used to get together with and uh, play Halo or- We'd get the, our computers in. We'd play uh, Warhammer 40K mm-hmm. or we'd play Alien vs. Predators. And it would be one of those things where you're like, okay, we're going to get together at 11 a.m. There's only one Predator. Yeah, alien that's right. Predator. And, and there's predator. only one Alien. Actually. Yeah, yeah, Alien vs. Well. Predator. No, that was Aliens vs. Predator. Is there an Aliens vs. Predator? Yeah. I know of an Alien vs. Predator. I didn't know there was an Aliens vs. Predator. Maybe it is Alien. Go on. It was. Yeah. You get together at 11 a.m. And uh, I remember we would go over uh, a particular family's house and the mom would pick up a bunch of pizzas and Mountain Dew and we would play from 11 to, you know, 1 a.m. And it would just be constantly changes of who was on what team. And it didn't necessarily always have to be Halo, but it was insane. Like, that's 
how we would connect and be friends is we didn't even really do that much outside of it. It was like, okay, hey, when's this next LAN party? Mm-hmm. And Did just you do having... a lot of uh, split screen Goldeneye? Yeah, Goldeneye was mm-hmm. one of the first ones. So one of the, well, I had a, a friend, I think his name was Aaron, um, and literally all we did was play video games together. We didn't hang out, go to movies. We didn't talk. We knew, just literally it was games. just like, hey, hey, like I remember one time he had a he had all the systems and everything like that. And growing up, that's actually my second memory. I'll get that in a second. Is I didn't get a lot of video games personally growing up. A lot of my video game experiences were from outside sources. Hmm. Um, and he would invite me over. I remember um, we went down into his basement, and uh, he had a TV and he set up. He's like, "Hey, there's this new game. Do you want to play it with me?" And it was Halo, the first Halo. And I was like, "Oh!" When we started playing it, it was so much fun. Funny enough, that guy we actually shot a backyard wrestling video to. Nice. Um, <laughs> I remember. I, I yeah. the reason why you have those vivid childhood memories is one time he's like, "Hey, we have this video we want to show you." So him and his older brother. Yeah. And we went down in the basement again in the, one of the back rooms, and um, they started playing it, and it was like a movie, like some weird like Sandra Bullock movie or something. Mm. And then like five minutes into the movie, <laughs> it cuts out into the wrestling mm-hmm. and like his brother like comes into the music and they're just like we want you to be in our wrestling game. i was like yeah and, like I, I had a uh a, a cutoff no not even a cutoff but you remember a, a sweater vest that mm-hmm. was camo okay sweater jacket yeah, yeah, and i was yeah. the army guy and my my signature move was hitting people with the popcorn cans <laughs> so <laughs> we would get together and uh follow those but that remind that just remind reminded me of being that we played that me and my Aaron we me and Aaron we played like all the Sega Genesis together too we would play Street Fighter and Sonic nice and you know that would be one of those things where like hey here's your second controller you get to play as Tails so oh, you're like oh right. yeah this is awesome you don't control Tails like you have really <laughs> no say of what Tails does you're was just, that uh, who's that following Donkey Kong oh, was that Diddy Kong yeah Diddy you Kong. might play as him yeah you may play as him <laughs> but the other one too for me is that as a kid I was pretty socially awkward. And um, I remember I would go over to people's houses and play video games. And there's multiple times I could remember on occasions where I would be in some person's house that I didn't even know the kid that well up in their room playing video games and no one else was there. (laughs) (laughs) It might as well have just been in my room. I can tell you right now, I beat uh, one of the Twisted Metals at a friend's house and he wasn't home. Oh, wow. Did (laughs) he just like let you in and then just yeah. And they just, just let me, like, like, parents would just let me. So I didn't have the greatest childhood, so I think some of the parents felt bad for me. Mm-hmm. And they would let me come over, and they just let me play video games. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. I remember, cool. I remember <laughs> one time I started a Madden franchise at a friend's house. Yeah. <laughs> Any moments for you, Will? Yeah, so early on, we had an NES, and then it got taken away. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, when I was about seven, my mom decided that there would be no video game consoles in our house. Because apparently we fought over it too much. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was still able to play uh, PC games for some reason. But when I was nine, uh, my parents decided to build a house. And my dad did all the contract work on it. And at the ripe old age of nine, I uh, got paid $3 an hour to help my dad <laughs> um, run shingles and tools up on the roof uh, and haul lumber and stuff like that so not bad yeah when i finally and uh my siblings as well got got paid five dollars an hour that's all the kids always get paid more money they they had the muscle you know (laughs) uh but all of that led to my brother's uh brilliant idea of us pooling our money together and convincing my mom that that we could buy a playstation together nice and so we got a playstation 
with Battle Arena Toshiden 2 and uh, one of my favorite games is the Extreme Games also known as the X Games oh. on the original PlayStation. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, where you could... Uh, Kick and punch. And yeah, you, you could choose between skateboard, rollerblade, yeah. bicycle, could and you street do luge. golf? No. 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 Okay. No. no, but you... So you, uh, you could run through these gates, and that would give you money, and you could oh, buy okay. better equipment. And of course, at that time, I really enjoyed the idea of making money, because yeah. I could buy things with it. And, <laughs> Entrepreneur. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, one one of my early memories. The other was like, uh, along with that, I saved up my money, and with my own money, I my friend sold me his Super Nintendo. Okay. And so, like, I just remember feeling so proud in that moment of like I took my own money that I saved up and I bought my own system that was not my brother's it was mine mm -hmm. and I got the Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past and it like I think that's the name of it right yep. yeah and so at the remaking soon no you're thinking of uh Link's Awakening yeah oh, the okay. uh, so like the original Legend of Zelda was like one of my favorite memories from a kid and so this was like my my update of that and being able to jump into the world of zelda again and that was a very special moment to me of just like i bought my own stuff and now i get to play this game and, but much like anthony for that time when i like couldn't play uh games anytime i was over at a friend's house and they had it was like NBA Jam was Yo, the game. NBA like, Jam. I'm like, can we can we play NBA Jam? I remember <laughs> yeah. like my my friend's parents being like, Will, you need to wait 15 minutes after you wake up before you play video <laughs> games. That's such a weird. It's, <laughs> it's still a thing that happens today when We're I come over to your guys' house. Like, hey, you guys want to play Smash? I know, but it, I like coming over and playing with people, man. Like, I don't know what you want for me. Like, yeah, that's why I like last time when we started playing Vermintide. I'm like, man, yeah. I miss this. I oh, love yeah. because I'm so tired. Like, don't yeah. even, I, like literally, and I've told him this, the guy who I play Blackout with, the only reason why I play Blackout is because I want to play games with him. Yeah. Like, it, like Blackout's fine. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I only play games because I want to play with him. Yeah. And I miss being able to play games with a bunch of friends and get on and do this and mm -hmm. everything like that. That's how we, be, that's how yeah. you and I became yeah. friends is through playing online games together. Yeah. Like, Titan Fall slash no, Destiny, Destiny beta. beta. Destiny beta. Like we, uh, <laughs> it was the Destiny Lance even thought it was the Destiny beta. Lance doesn't even know. That's uh, Lance I'm, Lance I'm thought we met on, at the Halloween I, party. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm supposed to rely on Lance here, and that's not definitely. <laughs> 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 uh, no. no yeah. Okay. Uh, my first one actually would be Halo 3. Uh, the man sitting to my left is my brother who got it. Uh, when he got his wisdom teeth taken out while also house sitting. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I passed out. He passed out. It was a really bad time. But Halo 3 had just come out. And uh, I went over like directly after school and we played through the entire campaign together. Uh, and then leading up to that, we actually played through the first and second one uh, before that one came out. And so that was that's really when I got into Halo uh, a ton because before that, it was more of your game um, before I, I journeyed into it. I was more of the Nintendo side still. I was playing my GameCube with my Game Boy, uh, which is my second one, which is uh, the first time I ever bought 
a game with my own money, which was there's a website called half.com, which is eBay, but cheaper. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Memory and, lane. Yeah. Half.com, so my wow. parents never used eBay. We always use, used half.com. <laughs> and in this, uh, I got both Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue for the Game Boy. And uh, because I think we had it before, but we lost it or something oh, yeah. like that. Somebody stole it from me. Yeah. And I so read. I had played a little bit of Ben's and I was like, he and then someone stole it. And I was like, I need I need the Pokemon. I need that in my life. Uh, and so I got that uh, those two. And like that was a, a big proponent of my love for Pokemon of just those two games. Of course, I played Red because uh, in my mind, you have to choose the Pokemon that's on the game cartridge. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I, mean, I was, was like, the same way. that's why I never chose Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur was never in my, right. uh, in Which my Which is why I'm a blue yeah. fan because Blastoise forever. Yeah, you gotta play yeah. Squirtle. Oh, dude. <laughs> so like, the best. So in my, in my blue version. never released till later. Yeah. In my blue version, I have Blastoise. In my red version, I have Charizard. And so uh, I just played the two of those a lot. Uh, and then I remember I got really good grades one year. And then at the end of the year, my parents got me... Uh, a Game Boy Advance with Pokemon Yellow. And I was just like, Pikachu is outside of the Pokeball? This yeah. is the greatest thing ever. That was insane. <laughs> and like, yeah, that was insane. Yeah. And so my one of my like the biggest childhood memories definitely tied with Pokemon of just like my love for the, the games and the characters and everything. So it's funny. So you guys brought up the first time you brought a bought a video game console, and I actually have a funny video game console story is that so tech, techni- technically, the first video game console I bought was a uh, PlayStation 2 Slim, Slim. the mm-hmm. silver one. Um, so I was playing Guitar Hero, and the old one crapped out on us. Mm-hmm. And I asked my dad, I was like, hey, like I want to keep playing video games. but And at the time, I was working at Burgerville. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I don't get paid yet. I get paid on like Friday. Can you take me to the store to buy a PlayStation? I'll just pay you back Friday. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get technical, I he paid for it and then i paid him back but really i was going to ask did you pay him back so did you actually yeah buy I, the game? I paid him back um uh my but the one that i will always remember is mm-hmm. uh during basic training in the army i remember we were talking about video games and i remember one guy was talking he's like trust me when you get out you need to go buy an xbox 360 and you yes. have to play mass effect and he's like and he was trying to tell me yeah, explain yeah. mass effect to me at this time i couldn't even comprehend mass mm-hmm. effect like oh you do all this stuff i remember reading about it in like game informer and uh i remember my parents picked me up from graduating from basic training we won't go home and i bought this <laughs> giant bag that is like arm's length away yeah. I, i'll show i'll show you guys after this a big it had all the camouflage stuff i was still yeah. drinking the hula juice for the army thing and there's like so what do you want to do and i was like i want to go eat a lot of food and we need to stop at a game stop <laughs> and uh, we went and we we went to like the cheesecake factory somewhere and i yeah. was just, blah, 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 yeah. just scarfed down the food then we went to a, a GameStop, and my parents god bless my parents uh they sat there for probably like an hour and a half where i was like i would like an xbox 360 and then i toured the store and i bought like 13 or 14 <laughs> xbox 360 games and i was in uh 
uh, Fort Knox, Kentucky. Okay. And I put it all in my bag and I checked <laughs> that bag at the airport to come home. <laughs> when I came home, I play games and then I had to repack that bag to go to Fort Drum, New York, where it was my first duty station. Oh, wow. So I carried around this it's giant <laughs> bag with an Xbox, Xbox 360 and like the these games. 14 games. And like that was technically, that was my like first official, like I earned this mm-hmm. money. I bought it with my mm-hmm. own money. I didn't have the penny back kind of thing. Was that that 360? The first like console I bought was the GameCube. That Game, was, uh, GameCube. And I got uh, Super Smash Brothers and Animal Crossing. Were the other two first games. I would like to mention the irony of like my mom restricting me from having a console, which led to me getting, getting a, a PlayStation, a Super Nintendo, <laughs> a 64, a GameCube, a Dreamcast, a Game Gear. Game Boy Color and a DS. Oh, wow. So, so you <laughs> mentioned NBA Jam earlier, and I once, funny enough, I wasn't the greatest kid, uh, I once asked my grandma to leave so I could play NBA Jam. Wow. She was visiting. I was oh. like, I was like, hey, so oh, man. Like, I'm like, when are you getting out of here? I got some NBA Jam to get down. Oh, no. I love, like, in all honesty, yeah. now growing up, it's, my grandma's it's, probably my like yeah. numero uno in my yeah. book. I it's love normal, my grandma. It's normal kid stuff with video yeah, games. Yeah, but I was just like, I was just like, so, you know. I, I, may got, I, got, I got to go play Gary Payton. I may or may not have done that to people in my own life. We look uh, back on those as like, wow, we're horrible people. Oh, we know. We know. We know. Like, so, we like times are, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so tired. I gotta go home, and uh, you know, just need to relax." Like, Andrew, you want to sleep? So you can go play video. Games. <laughs> That's what needs to happen. And I'm a unapologetic. Like, I'll just play games even when, <laughs> even when people are over. Oh yeah, like, I don't and, care. We even talked about that hanging out. He's like, "Man, I love hanging out with you guys. You do that, and like sometimes that's just hanging out. It's just like I'll come over and I'll watch Ben yeah. play video games. Like we don't need to say anything. It's like this it's, is great." When I first moved into the house with you, with uh, Ben and Andrew, I think my first bonding experience with Ben was he was playing video games on his computer and I was watching football on my laptop. <laughs> Drinking your coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I great. loved it. It yeah. was a great time. It's just such a great bonding moment mm-hmm. when you're being able to do that with other people. Uh, for mine, uh, we had a NES way back in the day mm-hmm. and our dad actually played a lot of it. And I dabbled with it here and there. I remember Rad Gravity, uh, some game where you play as a, a little ship or car, and then you can jump out of it and be a little person shooting around. I don't remember the name of it. Sorry. Oh. It just released on the Nintendo Classic. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm blanking on the name. Yeah. Master Blaster. Master Blaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, Master Blaster. And then the game that isn't that the villain in Mad Max? Yes, it is. Two Master Blaster. Or no, no, three. Ma- that's three is Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two and, go. Yeah. Oh, come out. And then the last game that we played on the NES was Mario. Mario is missing. I was playing it, oh. and it bricked our console. Oh. And after that, we were mostly a PC family up until we got an N64, probably. We got it late. It was like a year or two after it had officially released. And then from then on, it was video games for life. I'm so happy I'm a a console gamer, but that is probably my biggest regret as a gamer is not being more into PC games. So our family had this thing when you turn 13, you got a computer. That's awesome. <laughs> well, it, like it was, awesome. it was an e-machine. It was an e-machine, but like you could play all the yeah. So, yeah. so one of my earliest gaming memories is playing. I remember, um, I so there's a couple of things connected to it. I was at an old babysitter's house, 
And I remember the older son who was there found out that I love football. Mm-hmm. Like football is one of my favorite. And he's like, I got a Heinz Ward signed jersey. Um, and Heinz Ward at the time was a Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver. I was like, oh, this is so great. Blah, blah, blah. And we started connecting. This kid mm-hmm. was older than I was. He's like, hey, you want to go see a video game? Like, yeah, sure. And we like went in this. Dude, it was the weirdest room ever. <laughs> like the little PC was like on top of a cinder block in the corner. It was like, oh, this is the, how do you play video games? He's like, watch this. We can blow Barney up. And it was this old PC game where you would like shoot cannonballs at Barney the dinosaur. And he would like blow up and like you play different levels. And it was pretty much different ways you can dismember and disfigure <laughs> Barney. Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> Andrew, could you please tell the story about your dad playing Dragon Warrior? Uh, Dragon Warrior? Oh, it was uh, a Final Fantasy. I no, no. Uh, it was it was Dragon Warrior. Where yeah. He he got uh, I don't know if it's tennis, but he got a nail through his foot, and so, so he, he was sur- laid up. And I think he had surgery on yeah. it, and so like he had to have the foot up for long periods of time. So it was like so. a whole week or something where he was playing Dragon Warrior, and he got pretty close to the end and our older brother daniel came running by hit the cord that unplugged the console that erased his save well that's because back with that original dragon war there was no saves yeah. like you just played the game and then you beat it and yeah. uh no there was a save like it, it just got co- it? it got corrupted oh. when it got oh. disconnected that Yep. Is that one of those things where it would like generate a code and you had to put the code back no no in? no they had saves oh okay. yeah it saves. so your dad was like triple x <laughs> you guys ever seen that in triple x no. where so there's a line that gets thrown away where vin diesel where oh like when they first see him and he like gets a a, a pistol and he knows how to use it and like oh so you've operated handguns before so yeah I, bro- I broke my leg like six years ago and i was up in a cast for six months and all i did was play first person shooters so. <laughs> uh, uh, so <laughs> gosh that's good. like that that stupid throwaway line in that kid kid who's king arthur Kid and King Arthur. No, court? no, 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 no. The kid that would be King Arthur or something like is that. Is the one that just came oh, out. Oh, the one that just yeah, came that out. Yeah, that just came out where the girls like, are don't like, don't you talk trash on Kid and King Arthur's court. No, 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 no. Where oh, the girls the are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I played a lot of Grand Theft Auto. Where'd you learn oh, Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah, where'd you learn to drive? Uh, Mario, Mario Kart. Oh, it's shut like, up. Mario Kart's the last place he learned. Gran Turismo made me a better driver. So I will say this. So I've actually read quite a bit of articles on Thana. Is like, I play quite a bit of Madden. I think if you play Madden and you play it in a certain way, it can teach you certain elements of of football of it's, you know, third and six at this yard line, you're over on this hash, the defense runs this type of play, what beats that? And you get an idea, like you can do it. Like they, I remember reading an article on like, they would take high school quarterbacks and they would learn their offense and then convert that offense into layman's term within the game. And they would be they would play the game as if it's there. Like, okay, if the defense comes out and the cornerback's lined up in this way, I'm going to throw this route. And he would hot route it within the game. And that you can actually use video games in a way to learn certain mm-hmm. elements. Yeah. That's how I learned Kung Fu as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what Andrew got started on learning guitar because of rock band a guitar, guitar, hero. guitar hero really yeah so yeah. i was gonna say that does not make you a better guitar player at all no it, it I gets just, you it gets you interested sure. yeah it, and the yeah. basics did anyone ever play rock smith the one that actually was they supposed like to kind of teach yeah. you guitar no yeah. i heard about it though i heard like if you went through the tutorial actually it does teach you guitar like yeah. basic guitar i, I like just, that idea though yeah. i'm uh, just never a fan of expensive peripherals yeah yeah, yeah. The guitar Hero was easier playing. because it was like I think that was eighty or ninety bucks with the guitar. Yeah. But then when Rock Band came out, it was like 
Drop 150 bucks for the whole band. It's childhood memories, man. Rock band, Guitar Hero. Yeah. Dude, that was the jam when I came out. So in the I may have played it like three or four years ago, and Ben was like... I walked in and was like, what year is this? <laughs> yeah, 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 what's Stop. going on here? I still love that series. So, so there was a few games I w- before I got married, and I lived in the barracks in New York, and they're all... They're, it's a whole bunch of... So they wouldn't do mixed barracks, so it's a whole bunch of dudes single mm-hmm. dudes in yeah. a, a barracks where you get paid a decent amount when you're in the army and when you don't have kids or anything else you just got you know yeah. just cash flow yeah. coming in doing your thing and as long as you're not being dumb spending it in other places there would be like literally hubbubs where people would go to different people's rooms and i remember very vividly like two of the biggest ones was call of duty world at war the first okay. one. Oh man um I played a lot of that yeah man. yeah but everyone loved the bounce of medi uh and was, then, not like the storyline no so a lot of people film. yeah a lot of yeah. people that uh and then the other one was rock band like people nice. would get together yeah. and play rock band and who was going to be the drummer and who was be- so there's this one time in afghanistan his name's chris winkler shout out if he, if he listens to this really good dude yeah um there was a time we were playing rock band while we were in afghanistan and he i was a drummer uh my buddy matt was the singer and he was the guitarist and he was uh, one of the few people who could play on Expert. We're just like, oh my gosh, you can play on Expert on Guitar Hero. Andrew can um, do that. <laughs> and uh, he was deathly afraid of spiders. So we were playing a song uh, oh and no. someone's like, oh, is that a brown recluse? And he oh. sees it and literally without skipping a beat, he jumps up on his chair and he keeps playing. <laughs> does it, doesn't miss a note. And he's just... I just, ah, dude. That was so great. What's your second one, Ben? Oh, probably all the PC games. That we had, uh, Heroes of Might and Magic. We'd oh, hot swap. Such a great game. Yeah, we'd hot swap. Uh, hot spot. Hot spot. Yeah, uh, or hot seat. That was it. Hot, hot seat. seat. Yes, yeah. something. Hot spot is like yeah. that spray thing. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, we'd hot seat play with the full family for yeah. hours on end. We'd go to our friend's house and then we'd play with them. And there oh, was a Majesty. Uh, oh, yeah, Majesty. That was okay. I like that game. But uh, yeah, game. a lot of PC games until the N64, of course. Yeah. But even then, just a little bit of PC games. Did you play like a lot of the Might and Magics? Or are you talking about oh, like the, the, the first uh, Not Heroes. Might and Magic, Heroes. Hero. Might and Magic. Did you play the like the first one? Yep, first, okay. second, third. Four. I think cool. we, the we, third was our favorite. Yeah, Golden one the, That's when they introduced like the Archangels and stuff. Yeah. The Necromancer, I enjoyed him with yeah. the Bone Dragons. Yeah. So yeah. I once uh, defeated a bully by video games. Oh. So there's... Uh, <laughs> I did too. Uh, kind sounds of, like a great 80s movie. <laughs> yeah, so there's actually two times that I've used video games for good. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them is, I remember this guy in middle school, his name was Kyle, and he would always pick on me. And literally one time, one of the most tragic events of my life is he, uh, his buddies pinned me down and he rubbed his butt on my face oh. in the middle of school. And... Uh, Somehow like his bear both, bud? Yeah, his bear bud. Oh. It still haunts me to this huh. day. That's why I learned Kung Fu, I can tell you. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the, the games for good. Yeah, yeah. games for good. Um, and we, bo- we both got sent to detention. Uh, yep. Somehow, yep. yeah, yeah school you know are dumb. And we, yeah, and we start talking and this, that, and another. And we actually start talking about video games. And he invited me over to his house. And we became, like, friends. Hmm. And we would, like, we played one of the Top Gun video games, which oh, yeah. had nothing to do with the movie. It was really just, it was like a flight Was that on simulator. NES? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That was, was like notorious for you could never land that no, ship. No, you can't. It was <laughs> always yeah, crash. Yeah, it was really, really bad. Um, the other, uh, oh man, I totally forgot what the the other one was. Defeating 
Oh, oh, video games for good. I know it is. So, you know, uh, Bullwinkles. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We played at it. Um, this is going to go in my gravestone. I've told this story a couple of times is that I defeated Arvidas Sabonis and Scotty Pippen <laughs> in Tekken. And you're welcome. They didn't take over the world you're because welcome. I defeated them. I, I was going to say, them that's Tekken. the good? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Evil Scotty Pippen and right, Arvidas right, Sabonis. Right, right, right. Those are very large men. Yeah. And if it wasn't for young me <laughs> defeating them, showing yeah. them they are not the best at everything. You, they conquered the world up to that point, And they're just like, all I have left is this video yeah, game. And man. if I beat this kid and I, you know, I Eddie Goral the suckers. Yeah. You I, really played them? Yeah. Oh. At Bullwinkles. They had a, a Blazer event. I also awesome. did. I also did the bump, the boats. I also did that with Damon Sodmeyer. Oh wow! Yeah, that uh, happened to me also with a kid who was. He didn't like not to the drastic maneuver that you were bullied. Did no, he he was just kind of annoying, like mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of pushing every now and then, and just trying to get on my nerves. And then he found out I played Alien vs Predator. Yeah. Funny enough, and he invited me over, and we, I showed him. My skills as the xenomorph, which was crazy. Like, he's like, are you hacking or something? Because I just fly around the levels, like, upside down, uh, snatching people's heads off and running around. And uh, ever since then, ever since after that, like, he never bothered me. And we were kind of friendly. Mm Mm-hmm. Just a cool little moment. That's cool. You're able to defeat bullies about that. That's great that you're really good at Because I'm not really good at any game, but I know a couple of people who are excellent at certain games and there, it's like always Battlefront 2. Yeah, it's like Battlefront mm-hmm. 2, or I thought for a while Smash, but then that changed. Uh, uh, oh, but believe me, it yeah, also yeah, changed for yeah, me. Yeah, that changed. That changed for a while. Or Halo or Call of Duty. The guy who played Blackout with is yeah. incredible at first person shooters. Um, but it's almost like that my dad can beat your dad thing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you'd be playing online. So we'll be talking to him. Like, oh, let me call my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> let me get my buddy here. Please, give me on, give me on that battle for two. You know, for a long time, like I would play smash with people. I'm like, yeah. man, let me call Andrew. And now I know. Hey, Don't Andrew, call me. Andrew scrub. <laughs> let me tell you about this guy named Chris. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. We're yeah. part of a, a smash group that David. we go to. Um, David, David's good, but. The other people in this group are better than David. Yeah, we, and they started opening it up, and people showed up, and it was a whole nother like this last one. I played against the guy who got who got second, and um, and it was life changing for me when we started. <laughs> yeah. And I told you this, Andrew. Like, we're just like, oh, I've played against a couple of people there, and yeah. I'm I would probably say I'm not the worst, but I'm close. If there's twenty of us, I'm like 18th. You know what I'm saying? Mental high five. Mental high five with Ben. Um, so I'm not the greatest or anything like that, but uh, when I even play like David or Chris or any mm-hmm. of these guys, I, there's times where I can figure out certain things about how they play that I will get a kill or I'll mm-hmm. figure them out. They're just better than me. Yeah. It's like, I know what you, like if I was better, I like mentally I got you, but f- like my hand, like, yeah. like I'm not going to beat you hand on the sticks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I played this guy, like it was just another like a realm to a like a portal to a different realm opened up and i was like this is insane i've yeah. never played someone who was it was crazy so i just played, it was crazy. i played friendlies against that guy and i <laughs> i went down i was like you know i haven't actually played against you yet sat down uh he annihilated me and i just went cuckoo cuckoo yeah, yeah. <laughs> <He laughs> like, like, so that's how it is and he got second and well, because I've played against Aaron one on one and won. the guy who won, and oh, was that it Sebastian? Yeah, Sebastian. Sebastian was the one. Yeah, but Aaron like He's Captain Falcon, man. 
Hmm. Aaron's Ridley, like I started, and that was that was my op- like another world. Like I was just like, I think I did twenty percent damage to him the entire time. Yeah, and it's just like it's insane how they know what you're thinking, <laughs> wh- like while you're trying to do things, and it's yeah. The greatest compliment I could ever give a Smash character that I gave to this guy is he used. Uh, Falco Boom, the Falcon Punch. Yeah, um, in a combo. Uh, purposely, yeah. in a combo. Because more often than not, when play, people play Captain Falcon, they'll sit in the corner and they'll go, Falco Boom, and they hope they hit someone. He knew when he was going to hit <laughs> you with it. And it's just like, this is this is just a whole nother level, man. Yeah. It was insane. All right, well, it's been a lovely chat with you guys. Yeah. And Childhood memories. Yeah, back in the day, you know. Uh, where can people find us, Anthony? So... On Twitter, you can find us at Nerd Weekly Cast. Yep, Nerd Weekly Cast. Instagram, we're at Nerd Weekly Podcast. And if you happen to still uh, send emails, which mm-hmm. who does that, uh, feel free. You can hit us up at nerd.weekly.forever at gmail.com. And I'm at nomac 2 on Twitter. I'm Willie B. Snazzy on Instagram. I am at underscore Anthony underscore Rod. And I am... Uh, Le Bearded Cooper on Instagram. All right, we'll see you guys next week.